You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 372 for February 17th, 2022. This week, we talk about emoji URLs, ladybugs, Van Gogh, queso fresco, tongue scrapers, and dating reality shows. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, buddy. Ugh. What's going oh. on, bud? Is oh, buddy better or worse than bud? Um... They're both pretty bad. I'd rather you call me the F slur, to be honest. Like, that sounds better than Bud. <laughs> I think Buddy's better than Bud, but yeah. they're both kind of derogatory. <laughs> like, truly. They yeah, should it, both be added to, like, bad word dictionaries. Yeah, I think Bud, Buddy and Bud are, like, getting to the equivalent of the F slur in the gay community. Like, I think that it's getting to that point where it is it is never a good idea to call someone that. Um, it just feels uh, wrong. How was your Valentine's Day, Bud? Um, I, uh, it but was I just heard what that I'm, that I'm a flop. I just heard about your Valentine's day, bud. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you did on Valentine's day. We didn't even do anything. Wow. Well, here I thought you were going to have an, a, an extravagant day inside doing nothing. I know we're the number one influencer couple on the internet gay influencer couple and we still didn't do anything for valentine's day i'm just trying to be like you know an example to the other gay influencers on tiktok yeah to everyone to say that it's still a pandemic no we did go we did go somewhere the day the weekend before we went to the van gogh immersive experience how did how do how are you how is that immersive what have you seen that i mean it's literally it's a gimmick and I will say this. So, okay, if I told you I was going to the Van Gogh immersive experience, where would you think that that would be located? I, I want would, you to tell me. I just, mean, just like, yeah, you, go on, go on. Sorry. If you if you tell me it's a Van Gogh immersive experience, I'm just assuming that like it's just a group of people in the park doing acid. Like that sounds like about you know what you'd get. It sounds like a Van Gogh okay, immersive so experience. If I were telling you it was a Van Gogh immersive exhibit in D.C., I don't know what you're doing in Montana. What would you, you would think, hey, maybe this is in a museum, the museum of art. Ah, yes. A museum downtown. Mm-hmm. It's in a, it's in a dying shopping center, like 20 <laughs> minutes from downtown. I kid you not. I didn't know any much about it other than it's, I would say it's, it's very gimmicky. It's in the it Denny's is, parking lot. I would, I would um, kind of compare it to, did, when you were growing up, did those vans ever, do you know Fred's? Who? Do you know about Fred's? I don't know a Fred that lives in a van. I feel like if you Did knew Fred's a Fred down? that lives in a van, you should probably call the police. I wonder if Fred's is only... Oh, it's a retail store chain headquartered in Memphis, Tennessee. Anyway, Fred's is like is like a miniature Walmart um, tr- trying to be a Walmart, but... Ugh. And it's everything's yellow and red. Are you saying no? that this is comparable, no comparable to the Van Gogh experience? No, I'm saying in the Fred's parking lot, sometimes in my hometown, one of those reptile traveling reptile circuses would park a van there for like a week <laughs> and everyone would go see the traveling reptile circus out of the van. I would equate it to that, to the traveling reptile circus in the Fred's parking lot. Is that but what, like is that what happened to the better. Geico Gecko? He just escaped from a traveling reptile circus and became a mascot for a car insurance company. That sounds about on brand for him. He sure did. Mm. He sure did. Mm. Um, no, but it, like as far as 
a gimmicky experience goes. It was fun and it was at least educational. Like it has um, prints of all his work and like these big things that tell you about him. I found several grammatical errors in some of the reading things, <laughs> but that's just how it mm. is. Then you go into this room where the entire room is projectioned of like Van Gogh artwork in motion. Ooh, that sounds fun. Like, sounds, sounds like it would get you nauseous. Sounds like it would get, get you car sick. It, oh, yeah. I walked in and, you know, he he made some of, some of those sunflower paintings. You know, sunflowers, Van Gogh? Mm-hmm, yeah, Va- Van Gogh's flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Van Gogh's flowers, sunflowers. Mm-hmm. You know what would have offended him so much? My mammy and pappy had an entire kitchen themed around sunflowers. And they had the audacity. Like, it's this, it's this sunflower tile, sunflower curtains. Sunflower placemats, and they had the audacity to put a, a Van Gogh print of one of the sunflowers paintings in I bet, there. I bet it was like a like a 1999 inkjet print off of a Van Gogh painting. <laughs> no, they, don't, they didn't know how to use the computer. Screen cap well from Google Image that. Search. Printed on a dot matrix printer. Oh, girl, I used to have a dot matrix printer. And by, yeah, everybody did. That's by, all that existed by back I, then. I mean my dad used to have a dot matrix <laughs> printer. <laughs> yeah, everyone did. Do you know what I still don't understand? I still don't understand the paper you had to tear off the side. Yeah, me either. It's it's a mystery to me. I was too young to understand and I'm too old to care now. So, But I do miss paper being attached to the next piece of paper. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It made, it made you feel important. And getting to perforate it. Yeah, it made you feel like you were getting an important telegram for the president, you know? Oh, for sure. And you um, could print off happy birthday banners. Oh, yeah. Really bad happy birthday banners. Those were the days, you know? Um. Well, since anyway, you, since you asked what I was doing on Valentine's Day, I'm going to completely ignore uh, oh, your, I'm not, I'm not, your Van I'm not Gogh done adventure. About, I haven't just finished my Van Gogh immersion experience. <laughs> I'm, uh, let, me, let me predict, I'm going to just predict that this ended with you getting nauseous and going home early. No, it didn't. So in the next room, after the projection room, you get to draw your own Van Gogh, and then you scan it, and it projects it up onto the wall. It's really gimmicky. And it's, then in the what? next room, since we, we had VIP passes, I don't know why Justin got the VIP passes, but he did. You get to do the VR. You put on the VR headset that they've sanitized they say they I hope sanitized. so and um you do like this this walking tour in your brain of all the van gogh paintings and it was fine and then you got a free gift because we were vip and then we left and you, you're telling me that you didn't get nauseous and throw up you you did a v you did a vip no! experience of van gogh and you didn't throw up yet it's it can be one degree above freezing and you get heat stroke and you die I did grip the chair occasionally a few times. So whenever I, this is the first time I've ever really done VR, I've done like like car- Google Cardboard before with your phone or whatever. But I would take my foot because if I was moving in the VR headset and I would take my foot and I would I don't know if you can hear this. I would stomp it on the floor just as so I remembered I was still on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting in this room full of other people with VR headsets and every once in a while it's just. You would have to stomp your foot. You were stomping like a make sure. like a Karen asking for the manager <laughs> in an Olive Garden. No, like a like a horse that's not getting his carrot. I mean, okay, yeah, I can. It kept me rooted you. in reality. We we love something that you know. You just got to keep yourself grounded. You know. 
Uh, that's the end of the Van Gogh experience. Would recommend, I don't know how much the tickets were. I was not involved in that process. So depending on how much the tickets are, it is or is not worth it. Interesting. Sounds like a very vague review. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Go on. What's your, what happened on your Valentine's Day? Well, I don't know if your, it sounds like your Valentine's Day wasn't very exciting, but mine was because I, it was fun. I got a new tongue scraper. You, what are you doing? Because you're just, you've got that ear thing now and you've got the tongue thing. Do you just sit in the same place all day, scrape the shit out of your ears, scrape your tongue? Is this like a nine to five? Yes, girl. This is a full-time fucking job. Keeping up appearances. Why don't you just brush your tongue with your toothbrush? Because, girl, let me tell you, it doesn't do shit. Brushing your tongue with your toothbrush doesn't do anything compared to a specifically made tongue scraper. I have a question. So you haven't been to the dentist in 10 years. Why do you care about your oral health (laughs) all of the sudden? What is this disconnect where you're the queen of (laughs) tongue scraping, but haven't spoken to a dentist in a decade? Listen, there are people out there who love cars who got their licenses (laughs) taken away. Okay. (laughs) Don't gatekeep me. Just continue. Okay. Queen of oral health. Don't you. We're here. We stand. (laughs) Gatekeep me. (laughs) Don't gaslight me. Girl boss me. Let me, is it l- one of those fucking metal ones? It's, Are you dragging a metal? It's like those things. It's those things you drag across your carpet mm-hmm. to get the cat hair off it's of them. It's literally that, but for your tongue. <laughs> and I. No! Well, here, here's the thing. You don't understand Fuck how how gross your tongue is until you scrape all the shit out of it. Until you scrape the cat hair out of the carpet that is your tongue. That's literally. I didn't even. I you didn't even connect those two things. And no that's exactly sense of what taste. That is. Your your taste buds literally just popping off like zits being scraped off in a tiktok video no it's like yes it's it, it no just, taste it's like a it's like a reptile shedding its skin that's what it's just my whole tongue comes off it just a whole layer just peels off like a sunburn do you grow back taste buds i don't think you grow back taste buds I don't know, though. You probably be. I mean, when you like burn your tongue, you know, I feel like that that grows back. Your taste buds grow back. So why did you now? All right. Why? (laughs) What? How? And when? Joe's trying to grapple. You need to stomp on the ground. You need to you need to ground yourself in reality. You got to come back. (laughs) You got to come back to us. Got to come back to me, Joe. Can I just. Okay. I'm going to. I have a dentist appointment next week. I'm going to ask her about tongue scraping. Do it. I will. I don't, don't, don't underestimate me. I have a, I have a close relationship with my dentist. I, she so, sees me a lot. She's getting a lot of money from me. For yeah, girl, she is, she, from all yeah. my teeth. She's scraping the change out of your couch. That's what she's doing. That's what she's scraping. <laughs> she's, scra- so she's scraping you your Valentine's checking account. Day. What are you getting it? What are you scraping it for? What just are you? In, just in case. How a, often? Just in case I have a little secret admirer that I need to smooch, you know, so my breath doesn't sound doesn't smell nearly as rancid as it usually is. You know, that's what the tongue scraper is for. See, the thing is, Joe, it's it's just like everything else. You're going to dog me for it. And then your dentist is going to be like, oh, yeah, I recommend tongue scraping. You feel like it's a good idea. And then you're going to be on the bandwagon. You're going to be like, Sam, I bought three tongue scrapers. Let me tell you about this thing called a tongue no, scraper. No, 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 I, no. Just, I just discovered a tongue scraper. And I got to tell you about it. And then you're going to be all gung-ho about I it. Think, I think tongue scrapers are one of those things 
that is uh, so I haven't I don't I don't know about science. I don't know about the science of them. Is this, okay, you think, not, you think I don't think we're you think I don't it's think fake we're news. there yet. You think it's fake? I don't think news. we're there yet. No, 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 no. One I, American News I Network have. I have my personal opinion that's not based on science mm. because I don't know the science. Mm, mm-hmm. This is an uninformed opinion. I think it's a gimmick. Oh. I think you've been bamboozled. I think you've been swindled. Mm. I think you've been taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. It's I a pyramid scheme. Been... <laughs> I'm, I'm getting taken advantage ever of got... from Big Tongue Scraper. The Big Tongue Scraper community is they got me. They, they, uh, they fished me in. They reeled me in and they got me. They got me by the hook. Did you, didn't we get free tongue scrapers at VidCon in like goodie bags? I, I swear to God. I still have that one. We like, got. I, I haven't opened it. I never you used have it? it. No. You have the VidCon tongue scraper? I do. It's, I'll sell it on eBay for like, you know, $300 one day. Someone will want it. Can you believe? That's, I don't remember almost anything about the two years I went to VidCon except for the tongue scraper in the goodie bag. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's it. Those plastic tongue scrapers, they're they're not nearly as good as the metal wires. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like you're shaving your tongue. It's like a razor for your tongue. That's what you need. Well, Sam, I guess it's good that you have a hobby because I've been worried about you lately. But oh, you're talking about hobbies. Let's roll back the clip from last week. I have phases. I have two. Oh, yeah. Well, I have phases. I'm just happy for you. Okay, can I be happy for you? Well, you, you don't sound very happy for me. It sounds like you're very judgmental, and it sounds like you're misinformed. Oh, yeah. If you've just figured that out, 500 and whatever the hell episodes are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't been listening. I think I, I think the reason why, well, I've been into this for a while, but I haven't, um, like, I had a tongue scraper when I lived on my own, but it's packed away in storage, and so I had to buy a new one online. It was like $8 or whatever. And my whole family's into it. We've been into it for a while. But I think it's definitely, um, it's it gives me satisfaction from the same part of my brain that, like, scraping earwax out of my ears gives me satisfaction. Like, we've talked about that. And pimple popping videos and, you know, the pore strip videos. It's the same, like, part of my monkey brain that loves that sort of shit. But, like, on the real, you, like, I absolutely taste way better i feel like it could be a a total placebo effect but i feel like that i taste a lot better when i scrape all the white crap out of my tongue like i don't think you understand how gross your tongue can get after you scrape i don't think the white stuff i don't think is the white stuff necessarily bad okay i do know that the white stuff can get out of control and you have to like gargle with this stuff before because mine got out of control once it's like a yeast thing it's yeast Honey, but why have yeast normal, in your but mouth? Normally, you're in like a symbiotic relationship with it. But then like if something fucks you up, you have it. The yeast can get out of control. Right. Like after you take antibiotics or something. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, um, if you anyway, think I'll my, do my research. I'll ask my dentist. Ask your doctor if tongue scraping is right for you. If you think that my body is in some sort of symbiotic, you know, homogeneous relationship where it's like all great. You haven't seen my body. Homogeneous. Sweetie. Oh, uh, okay. h- homogeneous. <laughs> did you write? The, did you write the stuff down at the immersive Van Gogh? I probably did. They have did. you type that out. Well, I mean, it was <laughs> you know, it was they were hiring for eight dollars an hour, so you know, I took it up. Um, but no, I, it's it's Let me, me tell you about it's me against the music, me against my body. I'm I'm battling to the death. It's like a civil war every day. 
I'm I'm moving on from the time of speaking. <laughs> it's just like I hate it. I can't wait for you um, to come back loving it. <laughs> I've never. I uh, from what I've googled while you were talking too much, it said that um so, some websites were saying it's necessary. I don't necessarily believe everything I read on the internet, so I will ask my doctor. Ask your doctor. Unless it comes from WebMD and it says I have cancer, I don't believe it. Exactly. Unless you're the one panic Googling at 3 a.m., then don't believe it. (laughs) Unless it's the answer that I want, I don't Mm -hmm. believe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me show you a little story right now. Let me show you. Let me ask you. Start out with a question. Something that has happened to me that I've been going through this week. Do you. Okay. What color are ladybugs? Sam, what color are ladybugs? I. The fact that you're going to have a crisis about ladybugs in about five seconds, I just got to relish in this for a second. And I'm, I'm going to I got to predict what sort of catacomb you're going to fall down with the color of ladybugs. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. No, it's the argument's not about the color of them. The, there's different kinds. Yeah. I've and seen... so I want you to what's your experience with the majority of ladybugs? The majority of ladybugs that I've seen are either orange or red. Uh, yeah, that's right. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the orange ones. Are they poisonous? A lot of the time, they're not poisonous. So the the American ladybug is red. Okay. Now, there's also the Asian lady beetle, which is orange, has different spots on the cheeks. Mm. So I've the last few times I've streamed, there's been a lady, like there will be a ladybug flying around my room and I'll be like, oh, that's weird. But I'm not like I can I can pick up ladybugs. They don't freak me out, you know. They are right, what they right, are. Right, right, right. Um, well, I took a picture of one, posted it on Twitter, and someone said, I think that's actually an Asian lady beetle. They're invasive, and they're a pest. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, so, no. You have to kill it. It's I your job. I did my job. research. Well, I mean, I did. I won't. Okay, I will tell you how I killed it. So it flew behind my desk, behind my PC tower. I looked behind my PC tower, and there was a spider in a spider web. And it had already caught two of them. Oh, and it so was I doing work. The third one, I threw the third one in as well. Oh no! And I missed, so I don't know where it went. It's it's somewhere in the house. But um, last fall, I did my googling on Asian lady beetles, and apparently there was a big infestation in D.C. this past fall of them because it was so warm in the fall, and they were they like go hibernating buildings or something. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an entomologist. A gastroenterologist. Uh, but I remember sitting at by the window in the fall and just seeing them crawl up the building and just thinking, oh, that's cute. Mm. It wasn't cute. It was an infestation. So what are they bad for? Are they eating things they shouldn't be eating? Oh, well, they're they're basically harmless as long as inf- as far as infestation goes, they can bite you. But Rude. from what I understand, it's like only as much as their little clompers can get on you, which is not much. They're not mm. poisonous, mm-hmm. but they are kind of like stink bugs. Like if you smush them, they smell really bad. Oh. And you know that little that little trail of like yellow crap they leave. Is that so poop? they can they can stain? No, I think it's just like I think it's just shit. I mean, not like shit, shit, just like crap and shit that they do. What? They just do it's crap not, and shit to piss you off. It's not shit shit. It's crap and shit. Oh, okay. Well, let me, let me put it this way. It's, let's say you dyed your hair with a demi-permanent dye or with oh, Kool-Aid. this is relatable. It's like it runs. It runs if you're sweating. And so it's like that. 
So the, these 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 lady beetles are sweating, and they're sweating all they're over your sweating. shit. They're sweating. They're sweating, and it stinks. So here's That's my what's happening. Here's my question for you: What was it like? What was it like to play God? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened to the spider. Because mm. I took a picture of the spider. I was googling spiders native to DC to see if it was poisonous. Couldn't figure it out, so I determined it was poisonous, and I determined it must die. Mm-hmm. So terminated after the. After the spider got rid of the lady beetles, I determined I needed to get rid of the spider. Mm, mm -hmm. And I don't apologize for this. The spider was in my space. If the spider had been outside, it would have been free to do whatever it wanted. The spider wasn't paying rent. It was, it was, yeah. Exactly. It was uninvited. Um, So, do you remember that little mini vacuum cleaner I got? Oh, yeah. Like a few weeks ago, it was, we got it along with the Roomba. Okay. This is how I figured out that that thing sucks ass. Because I've been thinking... Wait, does it suck ass in a good way or does it suck ass in a bad... Because, I mean, mean, a vacuum cleaner that sucks is a good thing. It's a bad way. It doesn't suck ass enough. It doesn't suck ass enough. Okay, glad. thank you for the clarification. So I've been, you know, I've been using it on the kitchen counter, clean up crumbs or coffee grinds or whatever, and it's fine for that. But trying to suck up anything, like even a dust bunny, it kind of struggles with. Mm. But I was like, I surely can get this spider. So stuck it, stuck the hose on it, put it back there. It's shaped like a gun. So it looks like I'm holding a pistol to the spider's head. I mm-hmm. start sucking the spider. It ain't sucking. You, that you, thing's you... getting tangled. The web. I mean, it's a mess. So I'm trying to knock it down. Um, after several minutes, it does finally get sucked into the vacuum. And at this point, I hate the vacuum. I hate the spider. Most things are pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to take a break. You got to take a break. Well, well, th- I can see you can see the spider in the canister because the canister's uh, clear. Oh, and so I see it crawling around, and I'm thinking, what do I do? I so I tape off the end of the nozzle. Said it's not getting out. Um, and then I said we got to get rid of this vacuum cleaner. So I didn't tell Justin because we've only had the vacuum a month. I tied it up in a plastic bag. And I, it literally looked like I had a gun tied up in a plastic bag and I was disposing of a murder weapon. Yeah, you were disposing I took the it down. I took it down to the dumpster. I threw it away. Yeah, it was 3 a.m. I got rid of it. 3 a.m. under, the, under the, the light of the moon. And you, you threw the body in the lake and you watched it sink down to the depths. Justin was not home. It's like I threw the murder weapon off the bridge. Right, exactly. Kind of thing. Please, if you're listening to this podcast, please don't tell Justin. We, Joe cannot get caught for this crime because if he goes to jail i'm gonna have no one to do this podcast with well i immediately went to amazon and i had an amazon gift card for my birthday a couple amazon gift cards and i purchased a better handheld vacuum it got delivered the next day it had overnight shipping for free and it is 1000 times better and i'm very happy with it it does suck ass but in a good way it really sucks ass so well, if there's ever another know, you spider, say, you'll be able to suck it up and throw that vacuum away too. <laughs> this is like when I used to—I had to throw away my dishes in Philadelphia because they got dirt. Well, I mean, all dishes get dirty, but these ones have been dirty a little too long. Mm. Sometimes you just have to part with things. Yeah, sometimes things don't work out, and you got to dispose of them. Sometimes you suck sometimes up spiders. I just can you imagine sucking up a small spider with like a nine hundred dollar Dyson vacuum and just throwing the Dyson vacuum away? Do you know what? If I were that rich, I would definitely not be doing this podcast. But I would be, <laughs> love, 
Let me tell you where I won't I be. Would do I that. wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> no. Um that's like that's like the type of rich I aspire to. When right. you can throw away every vacuum cleaner you have and not give when a it gets shit. a different bug in it. Mm-hmm. Not give uh, a shit. Yeah, talk about living in luxury, you know. This was like a fifteen dollar vacuum, and I'm I would fifteen dollars is still a lot to me, but it was not worth it for a half-assed vacuum cleaner with a spider in it that might kill me. Mm-hmm. It was um, kind of where the line is, and that was slightly over. Right, that was slightly over the line, and you took it into your own hands. You played God, and then you threw the murder weapon out. That's right. What do you, you do know, with spiders? And you know what? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for for taking your your own life in your own hands. Speaking of throwing away dishes Thank you. because they're dirty, I have a very small story for you. Um, about my grandparents. They're both dead now, so it doesn't matter. Um, but when this was, I was very, very young. I don't remember the story, but my grandmother was um, making a meatloaf for dinner. And that night before her meatloaf was done, her husband had a heart attack, my grandfather. So they had to take him to the hospital. And it was this huge thing. He was fine. Well, they're both dead now, but he was fine at the time. Um, and he he had this heart attack and he had to like get surgery or whatever. Anyway, so he like, she um, they were both at the hospital for like, I don't know, a week, two weeks. And um, they, he finally recovered and they came home. Well, they left in in such a hurry because obviously heart attack. She left the meatloaf in the oven. The oven was turned off. But the meatloaf was in that oven for two weeks. Just growing unimaginable things while she was taking care of her husband at the hospital. And oh my she, god. She came back and she opened the door to her house and it smelled like someone died in her house. And she had totally forgot about this meatloaf that was in the oven and she told my mom it was so bad she just threw away the pan that the meatloaf was like it was unsalvageable. It was I would it, throw away the oven. I, I would get a new house. I would burn the house to to the ground and build a new one like the Sims, you know? Just demolish it, build a new one, it's fine. That's like um that's like that time that animal died in my walls in Philly. And wait, what? apparently like, yeah, I told I, I've told the story several times, but it's 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 good it's, every time. I wouldn't say it's forgettable, but you definitely suppress it every time. Mm-hmm. So I went in the basement I lived in in Philly, the second basement. I lived only in basements in Philadelphia and a creature died in the walls. I don't know what kind. And then a few days later maggots hatched out of it and those maggots turned into flies i come home drunk one night my entire place is covered in flies oh my god they had like crawled out through a crack or something so i i was drunk and i swung at a few with a magazine or something i broke a lamp and then i went to bed because i was like i can't do this so i woke and then i woke up the next morning and like for the next two weeks it was me trying to kill all the flies it was you against the music it was you against the flies I i don't know why I don't know why I didn't tell my landlord. My, it's like my place was clean. I, the dishes weren't in the sink at that point. I don't know why I didn't tell the landlord to come do something about it. But I just lived with it. I just lived with flies everywhere for did like you, weeks. Did you know at the time that something... Well, first off, did you know there was something living in your walls before it died in your walls? No, no. But like, I don't know. It's like any house can have... An animal, literally any house, can have an animal, a squirrel, a rat, crawl into the wall and die. You know what I mean? And then it's a problem. Right. It's Well, I mean, I feel like the people, 
like I've heard of people like at night, like hearing things on their walls that it turns out to be a raccoon that's in their walls, you know, but like, oh, I, sure. But yeah, you, you didn't know, like you weren't hearing like s- something squirreling around at night in your walls and you were like, oh, my God, there's something in my walls. Like, when did you realize no. that there was something in your wall? Was it after it died? It was after it died. I assumed something was dead in the walls because of the smell and then the flies hatching. Okay. And it was all coming from, I found like the corner where they were crawling out of. It was mm. near a window. Near a escape hatch. So I taped over, I taped over that whole area with, I don't remember if it was fabric or plastic or what. And so they were kind of trapped over there in like this tent of flies. But most of them got out. They figured it out. But it was pretty fucking horrible. It was pretty fucking horrible. And you didn't, you didn't, you didn't complain to your landlord? You weren't like, hey, deal with this? I didn't have enough. I mean, I didn't want to be kicked out. I didn't have enough money to like buy toilet paper. I was stealing toilet paper. Like I could from like public restrooms, not like in the bag. Uh, Like that makes it better. Right. That makes it better. (laughs) I was going in Chili's. I was going in Chili's, going to the bathroom, stiffing it with toilet paper. Exactly. Well, I mean, I didn't want to get kicked out. It was probably that like one ply shitty toilet paper anyway. You know, that was probably worth nothing. So you were doing them a favor. Mostly from school. I was like, mm. I'm paying enough at school. They're like, I actually am paying for this toilet paper. Yeah, I'm paying for this. This is my this. toilet paper. Exactly. So, like, did you just live in that basement apartment forever with that dead, dead whatever in the walls with flies everywhere? Did you ever get it taken care I of? I guess or did they you... ate it. I. They must have ate it. Because the flies hatched, the flies infested, then the thing was gone. They ate it. They, it's the circle it was of life. The circle of life. Joe, Joe was just there. He would just happen to I be was there. a witness. He, he were a witness. God is my witness. You were a witness. I hate this. Um, I want to tell you about this thing, though. I'm going to do a, one article. This well, I have a few, but this is the one I'm interested in. Oh, okay, it ties in everything. Everything I kind of hate, like together, and in in sentences I don't understand. I want to see if you can make sense of this. Okay. Oh, okay. Me making sense of something? I can't wait. Uh, this is from The Verge. It is called Opera Browser Now Allows Emoji-Only Web Addresses. So, but they're not really emoji-only. So there's, um, okay, Opera is doing an integration with a company called Yat. And Who? Yat is a company, Y-A-T. I don't mm. know what it stands for, what, what the deal is. They're a company that sells URLs with strings of emoji in them. Okay. So, um... It says, Yet Pages are unique domains generated when someone purchases a string of emoji, which itself is called a Yat. The owner of a Yat can create an NFT of their emoji string, and the company plans to eventually let users connect their Yats to electronic payments. Do you know what any of that means? I think I am going to disconnect from the internet and just walk into the (laughs) woods and just die there. I think I'm just going to lay down in the forest and accept death. Let me tell you who's on board, though. Kesha. Let me tell you about Kesha's. Let me tell you about Kesha's URL. (laughs) Okay. So if you're you're in the Opera browser, you can apparently just type the emojis and go to the website, like Mm -hmm. your emojis. But, like, it's actually a y.at slash... The emojis address Interesting. in real okay. life. Right, right, right. Um, so hers are Rainbow Rocket Alien. And she okay. has a link to podcast, merch, uh, music, etc. Now you go to the website. You can So you can create your own yet. 
out of at least three emojis. You need at least three. Okay. okay. Now, what would your, and it tells you, you have to pay for this, by the way. Oh, this is I free. typed in just a random, a random series of emojis. I did pointing, pointer finger, sneaker, sneaker. It says buy now for $560. That sounds like a bit much for essentially a vanity <laughs> URL that no one's going to use. Let me, okay. Also, it's harder to type emojis than it is like an actual web fucking well, address. I was going to say like- It's I a whole different keyboard. Yeah, it's a whole different keyboard. It's like, it's like a whole different language. Although, I mean, I feel like, like we've talked before about potentially getting into a like a post- um alphabet society where everyone uses emojis to type but i don't right. think we're there yet like maybe the zoomers are better no. at, at searching for emojis on their keyboard than i am but like girl like if it's not in my most recently used emojis i'm not gonna go find it okay if it's not in like that list of 20 emojis that i use all the time i'm not gonna use it you know what i mean i'm not See, searching. i consider myself i consider myself very like i know where all the emojis are but i mm -hmm. still don't like, I don't, I'm not going to type in them. I think they're a nice addition to language. But as, right. as of now, I don't think they're, I don't want them to replace thing yet. Right. So what would your three emojis be? Well, and, think, and I'll type it in and I'll see if it's available and I'll tell you how much it costs. Um, I think it'll be the, um, it'll be the smirk emoji. Like the one where you're like, uh, like the, the, I got you. Know, you. Say no more. Smirk emoji. I know what it is. Poop emoji, fist emoji. Poop emoji? Not the fist emoji. <laughs> okay, fist. Oh, hey, that's a bargain. It says buy now for $215. I'll start a GoFundMe. What would your three be? <laughs> My three would be, well, I already tried mine and it was taken. So I was going to do the finger pointing and then the whole sign, the okay sign. Mm. So it looks like, you know, that motion where it's like, ooh, you know. You know, so that one was taken. So let's say I'll do finger, uh, finger pointing, and then the okay sign, the whole sign, and then I'll do um the buff, the the muscle arm sign, so that people know I'm a bud. Oh yeah, you're a top. I'm, into, I'm looking for gym buds. Mm -hmm. Okay, it says that yet is taken. Okay, we'll replace that one with um. The crown. <laughs> that one's taken too. I feel like all a lot of, of these... people like these suggestive ones. Yeah, I feel like all of these have been taken, like they've been bought out by some fucking hedge fund company to try to get into NFTs or some shit. Like I don't. Oh wait, I got one. I'm gonna do finger pointing, uh, and then the okay sign, and then the squid. So it's like, oh, are you fucking squids. Okay. You are fucking squids. If someone took that, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, mine's cheaper than yours, $135. Like, I'm curious, like, how are they coming up with these prices? Is it, like, based off of some list of, like, what are the most popular emojis? And then, like, the combination. Oh, I can tell of... you. Oh, really? Oh, okay. A little, whenever you type in your emojis next to each other, it comes up with a rhythm score. It says, this price is based on its rhythm score, which is a measure of its rarity and uniqueness. And when I click tell me more... It says with the rhythm, so that, the one that I just said with the fucking the squid, it has a rhythm score of 71. It says this yat is stunning. Only one in three million yats achieve this phenomenal rhythm score. This 
Oh, I don't even fucking know. It says this means the average nothing. popularity. Oh, so it's the average popularity of the emojis. It says okay. the average popularity okay, of the okay. emojis in your yet is 7.8 out of 10. So I guess the average is that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I hate it. There you go. But the thing is, is like emojis are part of the Unicode standard. So like in theory, you could use emojis in a dot com address. I don't I mean, obviously, they don't allow it right now. You have to have this special like vanity yat, whatever the fuck. But oh, well, I just typed in on the Internet, Sam, on the Internet, I typed in emoji emoji URL. Mm. An emoji domain is a domain name with one or more emojis in it. There's a Wikipedia article about this. I didn't know. But it says they have to. So each emoji has a unique, like you said, puny code representation. Mm-hmm. So it's got to uh, have that code. But oh, there, there's availability. It says there are there are 11 top level domains for which emoji domain registration is possible. I don't see dot com in there. Dot com is not one of them. CF. Dot um, FM. Oh, dot FM. Um, dot gov. Dot co. Dot UK are not uh, available. But dot biz. Dot UA is available. <laughs> oh, my God. Dot UA. Dot dot WS. Do you so remember if in, the. If you're into water sports, you could have an emoji. Uh, dot TK. Oh. Do you Anyways. remember dot TK? You used to always be able to get a dot TK for free. Really? Like way back in the beginning days of the internet, you could have a .tk for free. Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. Back in it's my on day. On the, D, on the, on the .tk, it's a, a Wikipedia page, it says .tk domains were twice as likely as the global average to be used for, quote, unwanted behaviors, <laughs> such as scams, <laughs> phishing, and spam. I love that. <laughs> Oh. Anyways, if you anyway. if, if you had an option to like if you have the if you had the ability or the option to include an emoji in a top level URL, like a like your own personal dot com, like an emoji dot com, would you would you do that? Would you be that bitch? I would just be I would be the half mojo symbol dot com. See, like, or, I like for branding purposes, that that'd be symbol, really smart. Yeah, that symbol and then Joe. Because then right. it's half moon Joe. Exactly. That yeah, that be would you. be nice. I would do that. Well, hopefully you can you when when those become available because I feel like eventually that'll be a thing in our world is that you'll be able to have a dot com emoji URL. Hopefully you can get it before some other asshole does it. Well, hopefully, because we all know what happened with JosephBirdsong.com. <laughs> We're still at war. I know when it expires. Let me tell you, I know when it expires. You have the finger on the pulse. Like- I had, do have it on my calendar, but I feel like they're going to renew it. So Yeah, it might be it, up for auto-renewal. It's whatever. So I've <sighs> come to terms with whatever. I own halfmoonjoe.com, though. Half, it there just goes right to my Twitch, I think. Mm. Have you seen? Oh, my God. Sam. Huh? I have a cheese of the week this week. Wait, wait, wait. Before you talk about it, is it an actual cheese? Like, should I care about it actually? Or should I just like? You're going to. You're included in it. And you're going to care. What? I'm included? I don't know about this. This sounds suspicious. So let me tell you, there is a Half Moon Joe fandom wiki, Sam. Oh, I saw there was a YouTube video you posted today that I didn't watch. And the um, I saw the thumbnail and it was you editing your own wiki, wiki article. Isn't that like, a, <laughs> a, isn't that against like... Not Wikipedia. It, this isn't Wikipedia. This is uh, fandom.com. 
you can okay. make a Wikipedia for like any fandom. So right. someone, uh, well, at the chat wanted a wiki for all of the stream lore. There's lots of lore. Mm. Uh, and so we created one like two months ago and it just sat and it was never filled out. But then some people started adding some sections and I was like, okay, I can add some sections. So that's what I did in my stream yesterday. Now, however, um, one user, Davide, I hope I'm saying your name right. I remember you told me how to say it. I hope I'm saying it right. Posted an entire page. I'm going to send you the link of all the cheese of the weeks. It's a table of all the cheese of the weeks we've ever had. What? Um, it only goes through episode 348 right now, but it does say it's going to be updated right now. These are just the initial notes, etc. But yeah, look at this. So apparently we started Cheese of the Week episode 204. <laughs> My God. This will be so in the column. description of the podcast. <laughs> there's a column for me and a column for your Cheese of the Week. And then notes about it. I Look at this. And it gets more and more just demented over time. <laughs> like if you're scrolling down. In number episode 334, a vacuum hair cutter. <laughs> Was my cheese of the week. In episode this... 336, it was my new Crocs. <laughs> episode 249, Joe's favorite cheese is Gatorade Frost Arctic Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's the so good that... to see this. This is. What'd you say? It, this is insane. Like. Yeah. I, it's awesome. I love it. I can't wait to see more of it. And thank you so much for working on it. This, like, this yeah, is freaking th amazing. This is amazing. Like, we should do something special for, for, for Davide, or however you pronounce your name, because this is... Wow. I don't yeah. know what to say. Episode I'm... 347, <laughs> an exercise ball. Uh, episode 339, my cheese was, quote, raspberries, berries. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were just trying to get me to shut up that episode. Oh my I god. Imagine. This is and there's like no he, like this person has notes for every eye. Wow. Yeah. This this is going to be in the description for this uh this week's episode. Obviously, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. You can view the show notes for free. Halfmoonjoe.fandom.com slash wiki slash cheese of the week. This this took effort, this took time and effort, and wow. I am absolutely speechless. This is this is my cheese of the week. It's it, there, don't know. It's my cheese of the week. Well, we can. I don't. There's no rule that we can't have the same cheese of the week. Mm? I guess there's not. I didn't really set out the rules very clearly when we started this. Yeah, but that's true. I'll yeah, allow obviously, it. So the, I'll allow the rules have been you know stretched <laughs> a little bit when it comes to cheese of the week. I doubt it. Well, feel free to browse the rest of the wiki, too, because it's... Oh, my God. It's this is incredible. Some, I mean, any chance, you know, the chat has to poke a little fun at me, they do enjoy. So there's um there's a, a general lore page, uh, you know. Oh, you there's, can get the recipe for the bowl-to-hole cookies there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's... um. There's going to be a whole section a reserved to Black Diamond Reserve five-year cheddar. And there's going to be a whole section <laughs> it, reserved it for Harris Teeter. <laughs> oh, love know, Harris Teeter cheese. I don't know if I love this or hate it, but it is, wow. The, like, I am truly I impressed. Love it. This is amazing. 
What a good well, there cheese. You go. Did you eat any other cheeses this week? If you I had did. to have a different cheese? I had I had oh. some queso fresco. To, um and it was really good. I I am I don't have a lot of experience cooking uh, Mexican food and it's it's my favorite thing this week. And so what I made this week included queso fresco and it was really really good. It's very mild. Um but it was a good cheese. My cheese of the week this week is actually cheese. You're welcome. What do you use to do that? Is there an actual cheese called queso fresco? Yeah, I mean, I live in America, so who knows what it's actually called. But if, hold on, let's see, queso fresco. It's half Velveeta, half American. Probably. I mean, <laughs> the brand name is Ranchero, so who knows, you know? Oh, I see a picture of it. That's what came up when I Googled yeah, it. Yeah, this is what I got, it Ranchero says, queso fresco. Queso blanco. Literally white cheese in Spanish refer to many different kinds of cheeses. I wonder what kind yours is. It looks very much like this. It, it says, like, you know, it's a fresh cheese. Combination it's... cow and goat, potentially. Oh. Combination. Ooh. Stirred, it, stirred up together. <gasps> the cow fucked the goat and the cow goat baby was milked, but not <laughs> as a baby when it grew up. Did it? Did we get its consent, though? <laughs> Does anyone ever get a cow's consent before milking it? I mean, let's we can't we can't talk about how horrible the dairy industry is. I know the dairy industry is horrible, but the queso yeah, fresco was I, delicious. Yes. <laughs> oh no, that's great. That's great. I'm all, I don't I don't sh- I won't shame you. I'm not going to shame you for eating cheese. We got a segment called Cheese of the Week. You're not going to queso queso fresco shame me. I'm not going to queso fresco shame you. Um, yeah, it has a lot of. It sounds really good. I've only ever had like queso fresco from uh, there's a place down the street where it's like pre melted, you know, because you just melt a block of it. Right. I don't know. Did you dip chips in it? No. I mean, well, this this is it's like a crumbly cheese. Oh, I thought like we order queso fresco from uh, a Mexican restaurant and it comes in like a big thing melted that you dip chips in. Oh, well, the queso fresco that I use is just like a block of fresh cheese and you use it to it's you kind of crumble it over things kind of like feta. It's like feta, but like less salty and slightly oh. different flavor. Maybe I'm ordering the wrong thing. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm eating. Well, I mean, are you sure it's it's not just queso dip that you're thinking of? I mean, if, if someone if someone On says the, menu, the word, it says queso fresco. Well, maybe it's a I don't know. If someone if someone came up to me and they said, do you want some queso? I would automatically assume that it was like a melted cheese dip. Mm. Right. But this specific type of cheese, queso fresco, is uh, apparently refrigerated and actually cheese in a block. I don't know what you're eating. It's probably good, though. So what'd you, eat, what'd you eat yours with? Well, I can't say yet because it's not our favorite things yet. Oh, it can be. No. <laughs> all, all you have to do <laughs> is believe. And no. it can be our, that time. So your favorite thing this week is the cheese of the week wiki, and my favorite thing of the and no, my, my ch- no. Well, then I what have is a different your favorite thing? Oh no, I meant sorry, oh. cheese of the week and favorite things are are so different, you know. Um, uh, they really the- are. Thank mm, you. Ch- cheese of the week this week is the wiki and queso fresco, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Unless you have a different cheese, unless you have an actual cheese for this week. No, do I, I ever lately? I feel- well, I mean, you've, I mean, cheddar is a cheese. You've, you've talked about cheddar once or twice, according to this wiki. Let me look at my notes. Um, no, I, I've been eating. Let me tell you. So Tuesdays, Justin, uh, goes out with his friends for dinner 
And they've kind of started it back up again now that, I mean, the pandemic's still happening, so whatever. But vaccines, whatever, whatever. what Don't judge. And so I get Domino's. Mm-hmm. And I get the cheese, the stuffed cheesy bread that has feta and spinach in it. That's pretty good. I like I like feta and spinach. Sam, pretty good, Sam. And so then I'll eat it for breakfast with my coffee as well. Can I read this quote on this wiki from episode 257? And then we can move on to our favorite things. This is on the cheese of the week for episode 257. This is this is the notes and quotable quotes for this episode. Joe, and I quote, first of all, if you use cheddar, who gives a shit? Cheddar's good. It's the cheese of the week every week here for a reason. And if you were using black diamond two-year-age cheddar, which is not colored yellow, by the way, it's more of a white cheddar. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I'd take two. And then the note is, then some talk about the new rival for the Michelin star, star system, the Joseph Bird Star. Also, all roads lead to Michelin penis. See? I think it's very informative. Wow. Oh, and the cheese for really the next like week cheddar. was cheddar. And the there's cheese after no that was can beat cheddar. cheddar. And the cheese I mean, after there's that a reason you cheddar. go to the fucking store and every single fucking block of cheese that you see is cheddar. Do you, you think it's something else, but you look at every single block of cheese and it's actually cheddar. It's interesting because Joe talks about... Gouda is cheddar. Joe has talked about Black Diamond Reserve by <laughs> Fear Cheddar so much that on this wiki... They had to reduce it down to an acronym, BDR5YC. Yeah, it's good. I haven't had it in like a year. I'm suffering. That pandemic has really sent me on a spiral because it's Canadian and we the imports aren't working. The cheese then, business has been hurt. What, one episode, your cheese was just Zofran. I think, what is Zofran? Oh, so, anti-nausea? Yeah, it's that really good anti-nausea medication. This wiki is incredible. I Like, the more I look at it, it's, wow. See? This is what it's like having dedicated fans, Sam. I know you've never experienced this before. I haven't. And you probably but, never uh, will again. But I am... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <sighs> okay, we can move on to our favorite things. I'm ready. These are a few of our favorite things. Okay, what'd you put the queso fresco on? So I put the queso fresco on um, tacos de carnitas with salsa verde. It's a recipe from Kenji Lopez-Alt from Serious Eats. I'm a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. Um, this week, my my parents were like, we want something that's like porky. And I was like, okay. And so then I was looking at recipes and I said, I haven't made carnitas before. And um, this recipe from, from Kenji Lopez-Alt is really good. It's rather simple and you make a a charred um salsa verde with tomatillos it's like a tomatillo salsa and i don't have a lot of experience cooking mexican food it's like not in my wheelhouse and so i like just call just follow the recipe and it turned out really really well and my parents loved it and um apparently there's like a serious eats reddit page where people like talk about the recipes and stuff and a lot of them are like very into instant pots because everyone's into instant pots and this, the the original recipe isn't um, configured for an instant pot, but people on the on the Reddit tried it with an instant pot and modified it slightly. So I used their recommendations to make this in the instant pot, and it turned out really, really well. So um, tacos de carnitas with salsa verde is my favorite thing this week, and we had enough to feed us pretty well for like two or three days. I think we still have some leftover meat. 
So if you want to make carnitas, this was a really good recipe. It has like orange in it and cinnamon. Um, and the pork just kind of like fell apart at the very end. And then you crisp it under the broiler to make it all crispy and nice instead of flabby. And it was easy and really good. So I will have the recipe in the description this week, as per usual. And then I think Kenji Lopez-Alt made a video of him making this recipe. So if I can find that, I will include it. Because sometimes he does things a little bit differently in the videos. And he like explains things a little more and talks about things that weren't included in the written recipe. So if I can find that, I'll, I'll include it in the show notes. But really good carnitas recipe. It was delicious. I don't know how authentic it is, but it was good. And uh, it was pretty easy if you use the Instant Pot. So there you go. Sounds good. I've been really into carnitas. Oh, really? I mean, I'm sure you have like really great Mexican restaurants in D.C. So. Well, and I also, I don't really fuck with pork. I just, I generally, like, Are I the generally pigs too don't smart? eat it. The pig is just, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, f- I'm afraid of a lot of kinds of meats and I don't know why. It's a thing. Mm. But I've been really into ever since I watched uh, I read this article that was like meats that are less likely to make you sick. And it was like pork, modern day pork, the way it's raised and whatever. And the amount that is cooked, like people tend to just overcook the shit out of it, which is like a good thing with pork. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. So I got some carnitas. Yeah, I was like, I can I don't eat pork all the time. Of course, I mainly eat chicken. Um, but yeah, I've been really into like getting it. If I want, like, I like the salty, you know, love a salty pork. When you get the chicken, the chicken burrito, as opposed to the carnitas burrito, you get like a little more salty. It's a little more, uh, savory with the pork. Mm. Oh, that sounds so good. There was a really good, uh, Mexican burrito place when I lived in Boston. It was called El Polón, I think. I think they still have a couple of restaurants in Boston. And they had a really good um, carnitas burrito. But Ooh. anyways, yeah, if you want to make it, um, I'll have the recipe for you. And it was delicious. But yeah, girl, I love me some pork. Mm, so you made delicious. the pork in the in the air yeah. in the thing? Yeah. So I made the pork in the Instant Pot. And then we had a bunch of toppings. We had lime. Um, we had the, the tomatillo salsa, which is included in the recipe cilantro queso fresco that's where that came in it was it was i crumbled it on top of the tacos pickled onion some fresh freshly diced white onion that was raw if you wanted that um hot sauce whole bunch of things it was delicious choose your own adventure but well what do you know sounds delicious it was delish and it was super good um and i'll probably make this again so, like I said, it'll be included in the show notes. So, if you are interested, you can check it out. Pork carnitas. Pork carnitas. Uh, well, my favorite thing is not food. It is not what? good. And it is Aww. bad. Is it another so, Tamagotchi no, bad watch? Bad is in like, no, I really oh, no, that was want a, that. There is like a. That was a Digimon watch. There's a Tamagotchi. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Tamagotchi Connect, maybe. But there is like a new watch in Japan that's a Tamagotchi that I want. But I'm not going to pay for it. Oh. Uh, we'll wait till I'm like, I'll do. I'll use like the one time a year I have a glass of wine and like sneak mm. it in there. There you go. Save it for a special occasion. So my favorite thing is a television show that has entered its second season on Netflix. And it is Love is Blind season two. 
Now, I want you to know, I hate this show so much. I love it. I, I, it circles back around to me loving it because I hate it so much. Now, mm. if you don't recall, I don't think you watched season one. It's not like The Circle. Everyone's really into The Circle. I can't stand The Circle. Mm. This is Love is Blonde. So it's X amount of men, X amount of women, and they're in these pods and they all date each other, um, but they never get to see each other until they propose. So once they propose to each other, they get to meet for the first time. And then they're like, they try to make it work at like a, in season one, they all went, all the couples that actually got engaged, went to a resort together, try to like feel it out. And then they all live together back home and like set a wedding date. Did so, any of them like and follow in the first through? Season, in the first season, two couples got married. Mm. Um, and one of them, one couple has become like the poster the poster children for the series because they're like lovey, the success lovey. story. And then like the other one, the other couple is kind of like, we're just kind of waiting for them to get divorced kind of mm. situation. There's drama. It's always drama. I love drama. Um, So in the second season, everybody, I will say, I've only seen the first episode of the second season and I can pretty much say everybody's awful. Basically, everybody is pretty awful. Um. They had a couple already get engaged in the first episode. And I would say they both, as of right now, I, I said I'm only on episode one. They seem relatively normal mm -hmm. for a reality show. But there are people who are just unhinged, disconnected from reality. Just so beyond. And also, so the premise is love is blind. Can you fall in love with someone without ever seeing them? Right. Basically, everyone is conventionally attractive as well. I would of say most of they them are. are conventionally attractive. Um, but it's just so fun. Like in episode one. So this guy was getting serious with two of the girls. Mm -hmm. One of the dates started. One of the girls enters and he's like, hey, who is it? Because they can't see each other. And, sh and she's like, you know who? And he's like, oh, Stacy, I was hoping it was you. And it wasn't Stacy. <laughs> it was the other one. Oh, the other woman. And he's just trying to backtrack. He's like, no, like, you're my number one. You're my number one, bro. And she, like, has none of it. I wish she left earlier than she did. Because oh he's, like, off the rails. But, uh, oh, it's good TV. I just sit there and I just, oh, I'm, it really reminds me that I am not really surrounded by straight people. Like... So it's it's interesting to look and peer into their world through this and be like, y'all are like, fucked. Oh, I am so glad. I do not have to enter any kind of heterosexual relationship from either side, if mm -hmm. I'm being honest. It is, it is so troubling. <laughs> troubling, that's a good word. <laughs> it is so confusing and troubling. I just, like, I'm scared. I'm scared for the straight people. Right. I'm worried I, for them. Yeah, I'm worried for them. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Straight people have love is blind and the circle. And meanwhile, we're doing normal things like pissing on each other and getting fisted behind an outback steakhouse. But we're but we say that I feel like straight people, mm -hmm. they think about it, but they're like trapped. They can't pee right. on each other all the time. Yeah, they can't pee on each other all the time because they're stuck in that box. You know, they really well. And they're too, they're too preoccupied with like the, the expectations. The, you see the weird masculinity 
Well, right. the masculinity is is like this prison, and it's very apparent in the show because all the guys, all the guys get to hang out together, and all the girls get to hang out together. So the guys mm-hmm. all get together, and they're like, "Oh, bruh, I totally go for her." It's very much bro buddy, and then like there was this one part. It showed two of them working out. They were working out to the bros. Buds were working out together, and one was like, "Oh, you want to face me? We can look into each other's eyes." And the other one's like, no, bro, can't do that. Like, they're so trapped. They're, they're so trapped. So they're so trapped. scared. And it all leads back to homophobia and misogyny. And it's right. wild. They'll never piss on someone. They'll never get to that point. They'll and never that's sad. know what it's like. They'll never know what it's like to They'll get pissed want on. It. And I'm just so sad for them. You know, I'm just so sad for them. It's like watching, like... Who's the guy who who narrates all those animal shows? David um, Archuleta. <laughs> bye, bye. If it da- is it David Archuleta? David Archuleta was on American Idol. <laughs> I don't know who that has, is. Has so David Archuleta guy? finally come out as gay? I think David I Archuleta was, was Mormon. Like, I believe girl, he's doing a lot of uh, gay Mormon stuff now. Yikes. Um, I mean... Uh, it, but who's the guy? Um, not David Archuleta. <laughs> it's, it's David Attenborough. Who narrates all the... Oh, David it, Attenborough. David okay. Attenborough. You were so uh, close. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm watching him narrate, like, <laughs> this total thing I don't understand. Do you know David Archuleta? Yeah, he'd be girl. Good. He'd be good doing voiceovers. Yeah, he I already showed Dave... America. He's got a good voice. Exactly, David Archuleta narrating, you know, Planet Earth. Amazing, beautiful. I'm not judging him on his journey. He's doing whatever. I he actually showed up on my TikTok feed the other day. Did you swipe away? And I will say, well, it was. I think it was religious based, and I was like, nope, nah. I don't me. have religion on my TikTok feed. I'm sorry, it's mm-hmm. not my thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway. That's my favorite thing. If you're really feeling like, if you really want a show to like kind of make you mad, but keep you entertained, Love is Blonde. If you want to feel like you're on a safari, only instead of watching animals, you're watching straight people. It sounds like Love is Blind is the show for you. I just forget how straight people even interact. Like I catch glimpses of it, walk into the store because I catch conversations. Right. Like I'll catch a group of girls talking about, all these awful people they're dating, or I'll catch a group of guys going like, oh, but you just mash, and it's just disgusting. Yeah. And so I catch these glimpses of the this awful realm I'm not a part of, but to see it on, to see it in action is just a whole other thing. To see it on the big screen. It's just <laughs> different. The big screen. You know? Do people know about this? Do people know Do people about know straight that people? Straight people? Well, I mean, it's different because we're used to, you know, sending pictures of our schlongs and then never talking to each other again. So this is a very different type like, of. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying we're any better, but we are. It's, it, but but uh... I am saying <laughs> we are. You're saying but it's like I looking am, at a, a whole different saying, world. Yeah. It's like something I don't, I don't even, I just, it's like a different planet. It's like an alien universe. So my heart's really going out to y'all straight people listening this week. Um, there's apparently... Bless your heart. Ble- oh, bless the straight people. Bless the straights, you know. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Um, when I was in Portland visiting my sister, 
um, we were just relaxing in the living room. My sister put on this Netflix show, and it's like Love is Blind. It's called Sexy Beasts. I'm not saying I like this show. No, but it was, I've it seen was it. It was interesting. Um, apparently, I so- saw the first episode, and I said, Justin, this show is even too bad for me. This I said, I will not watch any more episodes. You will have to watch this alone. Dark-sided. It's a, so NBC calls it a hybrid of The Masked Singer and Love is Blind. So it's like a blind dating show, but both of the people have like really, I mean, the prosthetics are amazing. They have prosthetic it's like makeup Grinch on. like level. Jim Carrey yeah. the Grinch. It is Jim Carrey the Grinch, and they're like, they have animal prosthetics on, so like you cannot tell what their face looks like at all. So it's kind of like that in the sense of Love is Blind, and then they like go on a date, they like go rock climbing or whatever. And I enjoyed it just for looking at the prosthetics, but like, it's fucking weird. Anyways, the I haven't seen... in the first episode were so awful. Oh, really? Were so... Yeah, in the very first episode... I think it's the it's the girl dressed like the devil. She's got the devil prosthetics. All of the options were so bad. I it just I said I cannot watch people make these kinds of decisions anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched. My sister put on like some random episode in season two because I think season like they her and her boyfriend had watched it, and the second season had just come out, and so they were gonna watch the second season. And it's one of those things you just kind of mm. jump into any episode. But the prosthetics were amazing. Yeah. But it's not something that I would put on myself. But it, that made me think of Love Is Blind, and people are comparing the two, and they're both on Netflix, so kind of makes sense. Um, maybe yeah, I'll watch for Love sure. Is like Blind. I thought I would like it. I thought I would like the other one, but it didn't. It didn't happen. It's, yeah, it's, it's give it a go. It seems like that Sexy Beast has a lot less drama um, compared to Love Is Blind. Well, and I am here for drama. I need more drama. And it's a drama different, between straight people. It's different people. It's different people every episode on Sexy Beasts, where it's like the same cast. The entire right, you get to of Love yeah, Is you Blind. you you probably get to know the cast a lot more. Is this why people love like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Like this seems kind of like. I don't know. Maybe I should get into those I because guess. watching straight people I can't do that. fight about each other just sounds like a genre of television that people love. I've never been into it. I I don't know why I I can't get into the Bachelor and Bachelorette. This is it's really not my typical genre, but there's just something about the premise of Love Is Blind. It just drew and you it's, in. It's awful people trying to date awful people, and, and you, you just, just love that. You can't look away. Interesting. So it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Season two just came out. Nice. Catch How it. many episodes do you know? I have no idea. I don't remember. I feel like it's probably 10 or something. Mm. Maybe not even. Probably something like that. Sounds like a beautiful mess. It's a mess. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Something you can eat and something you can watch while you eat. Um, I also wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah sent us both $20 Steam cards for Christmas. Yeah, Joe was hoarding and I got them. them in my... I, well, I haven't checked my P.O. box since December because last month I had my teeth taken out and then it was my birthday and then I was depressed. What and a good excuse. So I finally checked. I checked my P.O. box and I well, we got your Christmas card. I made sure Sam got his. Um, so thank you so much for that. I appreciate yeah, thank that. thank you. So sweet. You didn't have to, but I mean, you did. And I'm going to take it. So thanks. <laughs> what is... Sam told me he was going to play Spelunky. I looked up Spelunky. This looked like a Flash game from 10 years ago. I, You know, it honestly, it may have started as a Flash game. <laughs> you may... <laughs> that may be a read, oh. but it might actually be true. No, um, a friend of mine wants to play Spelunky 2, the, the sequel. Apparently, you don't need to play the first one. I don't know. 
And I was like, send me the Steam gift, Carl, by that. So thank you so much, Sarah. It will go to good use. Very much appreciated. Nice. Uh, well, good favorite things. Good week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else to say? <sighs> I got to go shovel some queso fresco in my ass. Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks mm-hmm. uh, for supporting us. We will be back next week with a regular episode. And also next week, we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ashley E. Basima B. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Emily H. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Jordan W. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Sam. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. William W. And Xavier D. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!